Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, welcome to episode number 77 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Insights from Israel, number four. This is the last week of our series on Insights from Israel, where I share from the trip that William and I took to Israel the latter part of last year. I've been sharing some sites that we visited along with inspiration and some encouragement for you. It would be nice to hear if these series have been a blessing to you. I have a question for you before sharing another place that we visited. Why do you think that people find it easier to serve other gods versus the one true God? Now we know today that false gods are not made of wood and stone. They are more like money, one's personal time, a person's goals, their material possessions, and so on. But we'll come back to this question. When William and I were in Israel, we visited the Tel Dan Nature Reserve. The site of Tel Dan rests on the ruins of what is thought to have been the biblical city of Dan. Dan is named for the tribe of Dan, which was described in the book of Judges as the largest of the 12 Israelite tribes. The city of Dan was the northern home of ancient Israel and considered a major center for trade and business. Tel Dan's location in Israel's northern region near the Lebanese border has also made it the host of bitter battles. The Dan River source is Mount Hermon, and it is one of four streams that drain into the Jordan River. The largest reserve has numerous brooks, streams, and hiking trails to enjoy, and the sights were so beautiful and peaceful, and I'm telling you, I truly enjoyed them. I had taught about the city of Dan in my Bible studies, and now I was standing there seeing it for myself. You see, following the death of King Solomon, the Israelites split into two separate kingdoms, two kingdoms which were Judah and Israel. Jeroboam, who reigned over Israel, worried that when his people traveled to the Jerusalem temple, they would transfer allegiance to Judah's king. And this is what we find in 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 26 to 33. 
And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom may return to the house of David. If these people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and go back to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Therefore the king asked advice, made two calves of gold, and said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up from the land of Egypt. And he set up one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. Now this thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one as far as Dan. He made shrines on the high places, and made priests from every class of people who were not of the sons of Levi. Jeroboam ordained a feast on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, like the feast that was in Judah, and offered sacrifices on the altar. So he did at Bethel sacrifice unto the calves that he had made, and at Bethel he installed the priest of the high places which he hath made. So he made offerings on the altar which he had made at Bethel on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, in the month which he had devised in his own heart, and he ordained a feast for the children of Israel, and offered sacrifices on the altar, and burned incense. Remember what it says throughout these passages of Scripture. It is saying that he made, just like it says, he made two calves to worship. It's the same today. People erect or make their own gods to worship. You would think if you were the one making your God that you would know that it's not real and that it can't possibly be supreme or have power because you're the one that brought it into being. Another thing it says in verse 28, Therefore the king asked advice and then he made two calves of gold and said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Now, wait a minute. If the king just made these calves, how is it that he gives them the credit for bringing the people out of Egypt? And how is it that they accepted this? Another thing in verse 26 and 27, it tells us the condition of his heart and why he did such a thing. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom may return to the house of David. If these people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then the heart of these people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and go back to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Remember, the Israelites split into two separate kingdoms, Judah and Israel. Jeroboam reigned over Israel, And yet he was worried that if the people went down to worship in Jerusalem as they should, that their hearts and their allegiance would be turned to Judah's king, who was Rehoboam. So his heart was corrupted and sought to do things as he saw fit. It didn't matter that God had established worship to take place in the temple in Jerusalem. That's too far to travel. We'll just set up our own style of worship here. 
Now, this same danger or sin exists today where people want to set up their own rules or what is convenient for them when it comes to true worship of God. Some people come up with their own way to serve God and ignore the instruction given in the Bible. They believe and say it is all right to live together. We know we love each other. We're in love. It's all right to stay home and worship. Church is not a building. I don't have to read the Bible. God understands. We don't have to give tithes and offering. That's Old Testament. And besides, I don't have that much to give. I am never going to forgive her. I don't care what anyone says. You see, I'm not here to criticize or judge or to put a guilt trip on anyone. And especially, of course, staying home does not apply to anyone who is ill or has a situation where they cannot go out to church. Please don't feel guilty about that. But visiting Tel Dan and knowing what took place there caused me to realize that things have not changed that much. They only look a little different today, but the heart attitude is the same towards modifying the instructions of God. Now back to the question that I asked in the beginning. Why do you think people find it easier to serve other gods versus the one true God? Why do people think their way is better? Why do people feel it's all right to ignore God's instructions? I guess as we come to the end of this first month of the new year, we need to evaluate these questions to make sure we are not worshiping in a modern-day form of Dan. So let's pray and ask God to cleanse our hearts and purify us against the Dans of today. Ask Him to help you to worship Him in spirit and in truth. I know he will answer your prayer. I am so thankful for you taking time each week to be here with us. I pray that God will continue to bless you and keep you. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.